How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about attachments. Uh, we'll be talking about the best file format for your email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a terrible idea. <laughs> okay, uh, anyways, we'll be talking about things we have attachments to, like uh, ideas and stuff like that. Uh, we'll be talking about whether attaching yourself is good or bad, and we'll talk about finding a better person in this fascinating web of life. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. I think um, you mentioned this in like before we started recording, but. The best way that we found to bring a subject or a topic into the episode is kind of like a personal story. France is like, what? Or let me not even like a personal story, but something that's personal. What does your comfort zone look like for you? Just not being, or not having anything that I have to do for the next day. Like just at the beginning of that day though, like like towards towards the middle or towards the end, I'll start like getting anxiety about, oh, should I be doing something right now? Should, But like, like like forget about all that at the very beginning of the day where i don't have to do anything and like it's known like i don't have to do anything perfect we're on vacation or something. right yeah. yeah 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 i don't know it's hard to define like someone's comfort zone because it changes from time to time you know maybe like from one time it's not wanting to talk to anyone like that for that day or like that week is your comfort or maybe someone some other time your comfort could be you know, you can be just become totally extroverted and just feed off of ener- other people's energy. So, I don't know, like, generally, overall, or average, on average, my comfort zone would probably be, like, something similar to what you said, where there's less, there's not a lot of pressure, or there's not a lot of, you know, other people's, like, timelines, or something that's, like, conflicting with what I want to do. Um, yeah, I can, like, one example would be, um, oh, I don't know. It's kind of difficult because pressure and comfort zone kind of like for me is where that line kind of, you know, touches. I wouldn't imagine being comfortable. Like, like who who's comfortable in a pressure situation? I guess if you have everything you, in like line. Sports players. Yeah, yeah. I admire sports players actually because they know that there's like, there's only this, this moment and the pressure is there just so that they can exert as much as they can physically and mentally so that their outcome by the end of this hour or you know this this game is uh is the best that it can be and then afterwards they're just like relaxed like i admire that kind of up and down like i couldn't i i i wouldn't be able to handle that when i did track and field i just like i died not because of physical exhaustion <laughs> but just because of mental exhaustion like before oh, i was yeah. thinking too much and i was like ah. Oh, Man, yeah, like right before it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Especially right before it starts. I yeah. feel that. It was exhausting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So the comfort zone. And today we're talking about attachment. And the reason... I re- okay, now I remember. The reason why we're bringing up the, I'm bringing up the comfort zone right now is because um, attachment, attaching yourself to your comfort zone, do you think, Francis, do you think that's good or bad? Yeah, like I said, I mean, it depends on what your... Uh, it depends what your comfort zone is. I guess if you're comfort if you're comfortable knowing that in a few uh in a few hours if you exert however much energy you have in store so that 
by the time this hour is up, you will definitely be in a better position than you would if you just, you know, sat around. <laughs> mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess if, if that's where you find your comfort in the future, then that would be good. Yeah. I guess that's, how, it's, it's weird. It's just how you define it. Like, yeah, I feel like, um, Damn. maybe before we go into that, we should probably explain what, like what we mean by attachment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you explain it, but now that I'm thinking about it, the way that we, or uh, the way I'm imagining it is imagine like you, like you're standing in, you know, a blank space, just you. And then you have like strings attached to, to these all, to these things around you. Um, one main example that we're going to be using a lot is people's opinions. Like you are attached to that opinion. Uh, the comfort zone is another thing. Um, you're attaching yourself to your comfort zone. Um, there's so many things like maybe a love life that you're just attached to now, like in that sense, do you think, obviously it's good to be attached to some things, but do you think that it's healthy to be attached to more things? Like, um, I don't know how to question this, (laughs) but do you think it's healthy to attach yourself to a lot of things? I think, I think it, it definitely depends because if you, if you have a lot of things that you're attached to. I think in a sense it's a it, it's a good thing but as long as those things give you joy and they they're like the attachment you have for them is a is a good kind of attachment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like if if you like games and uh you know you don't you don't particularly like the day of work you've been having, I guess a good attachment to a game that you've been playing could kind of distract you from the work that you had that day and that'd be a good thing. That's just like a weird example that I I just thought of like but um but uh definitely like if if there's too many attachments and the degree of attachment is really strong and it's like uh it's it could be either good or bad like you could be thinking about your game right you could be thinking about uh like uh like a crush that you have maybe um <laughs> and you have to go to sleep <laughs> that it'd suck if you'd have to if if you were attached to those things right before bed cuz like you'd just be thinking about it be rolling around and not really able to uh fall asleep and or if you're working or doing homework or in a test maybe and those attachments just crept up on you that suck as well <laughs> so i don't know it depends like the attachment to things to yourself it's hard to like filter out and i think it's going to be it's hard to filter out like what is a good attachment and what's a bad attachment i feel like maybe it takes time to like realize what's good and bad. And sometimes it'd be like too late to realize what it is, like which is which. But you know, it's always, I think it's important to have attachments to, to a lot of things, but it, even if it's bad, Oh, even if it's a bad attachment, you can't, you have to like somehow let go. But I, Oh my God, this is so hard to say. I don't know. Any kind of attachment can kind of be a problem. Okay. Especially because in in the moment you want to be just thinking about what's in front of you and uh just just feeling and taking in your surroundings, I guess on a on a regular day-to-day basis. And that's probably the optimal kind of a way of being that you can you can be um and when you're attached to something and you're thinking about other things, you can't really do that. 
and it takes away from your experience of life and uh kind of being with other people and learning and so any kind of attachment in that sense that it takes away from your present reality or or just you know being being a being a being a soul being like a like a person in the world i think i think it might be problematic so so then what's interesting about that is like i want to go back to the comfort zone because you just mentioned something about living in the present now what i think is when we're too much in our comfort zone, when we're too attached to it, where to the point where it's actually a struggle to you know break from break free from an attachment like that. I feel like it. Wouldn't you say that it's not that it's not really healthy healthy to be so attached to your comfort zone? Because that's what I'm saying. Interesting. Okay, so the comfort zone you'd say is like kind of being too much in the present, where you're just no. No, I'm saying the comfort zone is. <laughs> Like you're not, you're not in the present enough where, you know, cause I feel like being in the comfort zone is, oh, um, interesting. you know, other, like, I don't know. It depends on from person to person, but I think ultimately the reason why we have comfort zone is because we don't want to step out of it and, you know, we're comfortable in that position that we're in. Yeah. So when you're in that position to the point or when you're in that comfort zone and you're attached to it to the point where it's actually hard to get out of it then you're living less in the present and you're living more in, you know, like something that's not really, that could be totally artificial. Like your comfort could be totally fake where you could be living instead, uh, you know, more fulfilling or more a happier life instead of a comfortable life. Okay, I'm just trying to define this comfort zone because the way I'm thinking okay. about the attachment thing is very mental. Like uh, uh-huh. any ideas that can kind of creep up on you and uh, spark some thinking that will take you away from the present moment. And what I'm hearing is that that's kind of what your comfort zone is where you're, I guess not, it's not, it's not really what the comfort zone you're, you're kind of uh, describing is it's just not living in the, in the best kind of way you can be. Yeah. Is kind of a comfort zone because it's kind of below that in when you think about it in a hierarchy. So then, so when you're too comfortable and you're kind of just, chilling out and you're not reaching your full potential maybe is that it yeah yeah okay of, so pretty much so then yeah but i guess and when i think about that i think that's not a bad thing because as long as you're not like attached w- with your mind to like um hmm. yeah see that's what i'm thinking like the the problem i'm having <laughs> with this comfort zone and attachment and not being your comfort zone is like, of course, it's always, it's nice to be in your comfort zone. You know, it's nice to, you know, I'd rather not go to do this thing because I'm more comfortable doing what I do best yeah. or doing what I, like, I'm used to. But, like, the I feel like the problem with that is, like, sure, you can do that sometimes where you genuinely don't think that's, like, good for you or, like, the other thing is good for you. Um, you can stay in your comfort zone. But so the most, for the most part, I, I think that I don't do stuff because... I'm more comfortable where I'm at. And I, I can't think of an example at the top of my head, but maybe, you know, for example, it's going up to a girl or talking to her and talking to her. Uh, you know, you're more comfortable to just sit alone, maybe drinking your coffee or whatever. Yeah. But And that's your comfort zone. Yeah. But wouldn't it be better if you could just go up to this person and detach yourself from your comfort zone, go up to this person and say a hi or just a simple hello? Yeah, dude. Like shoot your shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, okay, so 
that that's where i'm like thinking that attachment can be even above this whole idea of uh of kind of um you know sitting and like just relaxing because when you think about uh leaving your comfort zone it's kind of like this this idea in your head i'm bringing it to like the mental uh the mental side of attachment right being attached to an idea of like the per- the the ideal person the ideal you going up to a girl in a coffee shop instead of just sitting down it's kind of like an attachment to an idea an idea of like i guess i don't know what what would it be like the ideal male right who would who's really confident oh but when yeah, you're attached yeah. to that idea it's like saying that um right now where i'm sitting in this coffee shop i can't be comfortable i can't be like just a just a being being my myself oh, and, okay uh, kind of chilling in the world oh and so so once you like detach i guess then that's when it's like you know um I'm comfortable and that's why I was really confused. I was like, maybe comfortable isn't a bad idea because when you're comfortable, you're kind of just, you're kind of just being and you don't really think about anything. Nothing really bothers you at the moment. And that's a good thing because you're just living in the moment, kind of taking things, taking things in when you're not attached to any ideas. I guess that's when, uh, I don't know that that's when you're just the most like, that's, that's my idea of being the ideal person oh okay yeah yeah so that's okay. kind of like where where it flips on its yeah we kind of have different there. we have different things here now <laughs> yeah. so we have two different you know we have two different kind of definitions of like uh, the comfort zone i kind of see it as um you know it's something that can hold you back from being like potentially bit like not better but like bigger or yeah or like more fulfilled but you see it as like something that's peaceful, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Interesting. Interesting. That is crazy. Okay. Then, so then what about trying new things? Now what we have, I have in front of me is like trying new things. Would, wouldn't you, would you agree or disagree that trying new things is out of like the comfort zone? Definitely. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. 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 Good. We, we agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, we have to go into a break in like a few minutes. But before we do, I just want to bring up this idea. Human curiosity is one of mankind's greatest tools. Now, the reason why I brought up trying new things is because in order to like try something new, you'd have to be some, like a piece of you, maybe like not a lot of you, but like a piece of you kind of wants to do that thing. You're curious about it. Uh, so I guess my question is would you agree that human curiosity is one of mankind's greatest tool? Now I'm trying to think about what it even is. Like, yeah, see, like that's why that's why I brought up the idea of the comfort zone is because, in my opinion, you in order to leave the comfort zone, you have to be curious to detach yourself from the comfort zone. You have to be curious about other things and attach yourself to that thing. But um, that's why I think like maybe. I mean, like we have different kind of ideas of the comfort zone, but in my in my idea, uh, you have to detach yourself from the comfort zone to engage with curiosity. We'll just take the girl example again. You know, if are you curious about where, you know, it's a random girl in a coffee shop. Are you curious about, you know, her her story? Uh, are you curious about what could potentially be there? Like, you think she's already cute? You might as well see like if she has a nice personality. But in order to do that, you have to step out of your comfort zone. That piece, you know 
trying to bring in like your def- definition of comfort, but like you have to get, you have to, you know, um, step out of that peaceful mind and take a risk, shoot your shot in curiosity. I guess yeah, that that is, that is true, and you kind of feel that in your, <laughs> in your heart, like it it flutters oh, when you heart. go up okay. to this person, right? Yeah, like it's not it's not comfortable <laughs> at all. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I thought you were going in a different direction. Oh, okay. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yes, in your heart, yeah. Vincent. Yeah, in, in uh, your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then, so then, yeah, that's where you feel it, I guess, um, uh, yeah. among other places. And then you like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> and then it's not comfortable, especially if it like flutters to a to a to the extent that it, it makes you feel uncomfortable and takes you obviously way out of your comfort zone so what i'm trying to say like i guess my message for this for this whole little bit here is um when you attach yourself to something like whatever it is if it's a comfort zone your past people's opinions whatever it is when you attach yourself to something like that and it attaches to yourself to it to yourself so strong it can come to the point where it hinders you from fulfilling what you really want to do or being yourself you know being who you really want to be right that's 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 my final say on that okay that's it yeah okay yeah that okay now that's interesting because i think like yeah i'm still going to stick by the fact that it's like a comfortable thing though when you don't have attachments when you don't have attachments when you don't have attachments yeah so i'm trying to figure out a way that i could kind of spin this and say that when you meet a girl in a coffee shop and it's it's comfortable in a sense because you just detach from all expectations and all kind of thoughts of what should be happening and just go for it on the basis that you're just trying to I don't know, like just be, be, but like, be a person. Think about this know. in, in like personally, like for you, if you see a girl and like, what's stopping you from going up to her and asking her for her number? Like, what is stopping you? Like for yeah. me, it'd be like, you know, I'm just scared to get rejected or uh, that's mainly it. Like, I'm just too scared to get rejected or whatever. Yeah. But that's, that's my attachment to, um, you know, their opinion or like a stepping out of my my comfort would be you know the problem so oh okay well i the thing is that i don't think that the comfort and uh those thoughts are synonymous or sorry like they're they're like one and the same that you have to kind of detach from them in order to go for the in order to you know approach this person because like i'm thinking i'm thinking that you're uncomfortable to begin with, right? You're uncomfortable in the thought that you might be rejected or I guess, yeah, when you asked that question for me, what I would think was like, I don't know, there's, I don't know, they're they're out of my league. Maybe they're like not down the line. Maybe this wouldn't work out because it would be hard to, it would be hard to continue because of different, different, you know, states in our lives that we're at, I guess. And, and like, if I was to think about all those things, which is what would make my heart flutter in the moment because my mind would just be going through these um, these emotions and like these thoughts, that would be super uncomfortable and that would be not my right. comfort zone. So I would try and enter my comfort zone 
by detaching from those things and thereby being just like chill when I ask ask oh, her what's up, you know. Okay, so like now oh now we're moving into t- something totally different. But okay, yeah. real quick, I think we should take a break. Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Go sponsor. We'll be back, <laughs> we'll be back right after this. And we are back. So there's something you said um, a little bit before all of that. Uh, I, and I want to like point out that I agree that the less... I don't know you said this. I think you said this. I don't know if you did or not. I'm pretty sure you did. But I'm going to agree with you. Um, the less things you're attached to, the better. Is that what you said? You said something like that earlier. Um, yeah. So it's like you're more free, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of yeah. like the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. So... And then you said something along the lines of, you know, you don't want to feel these, the butterflies and all the things that you're um, feeling just to go up to this person. And then you go into your comfort zone. But my, I guess, rebuttal, lack of a better word, is like what I think that attaching that, all that stuff, like maybe we're not right fit. Maybe we're not this, or maybe it just won't work out on the end. And I think that's like, the attachment to the future and would you agree or i mean would you do you disagree that living or attaching yourself to a potential future like that is bad uh yes i think so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah i guess so yeah because i don't understand why it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense just to go up to them again it's i think it all boils down the the main difference that we have between the two things is I see comfort zone as like a hinder to what you can possibly be. And you see comfort zone as a place to go to when you're feeling uncomfortable. Just a little bit about how my mind works. Now I'm thinking, I'm just trying to find both sides and just trying to see like, what's up? Like, how how do you think this? How can we build a bridge there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying that now this isn't trying to like defend my thing. It's just trying to kind of explore things now. I'm thinking comfort as an idea is just is not like what is the best place to be which is what i was kind of thinking it was like when you're comfortable it's good everything's great but no comfort is just not it's not the best place to be but it's the default so in that sense i think uh like in a a weird holistic (laughs) holistic way when comfort is used as the default I think your way works so much better because everybody, everybody has insecurities and that should be the starting point. Like that should be the default and the, the work and the, the difficulty and I guess the drive for us humans to go and do stuff is getting over these hurdles and these humps and, and kind of working so that the default isn't hindering us and, and just detach from them. So you try and leave your comfort zone in order to achieve something better. And maybe that's the drive instead of trying to go back into a comfort zone, which, which is like, for me, the best sense. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, what I'm thinking also is that maybe the default should be when people are just detached from things, but that doesn't make sense at all because we're not, we're like, we're a mess. <laughs> we're we're usually a mess. <laughs> My the thing is, like, in, what I think is, um, and I I I don't know if this is what you're saying, but 
do you th- are you saying that when you detach from everything that is the comfort zone yes oh oh i think okay okay so yeah. so what i what i believe is the comfort zone is something that you attach to right yeah and yeah. what i think is like when you attach from everything and you detach yourself from your comfort zone too then you're like totally free you know you're your own like your own you're left to your own devices really like you can do whatever you want you're not attached to your comfort zone you're not attached to other people's opinions you're not attached to uh, you know anything like r- basically artificial that's not really you know that you don't really need to look to yeah no now i see the value in that now i see that that's like uh now i see how the comfort zone should be shunned in a way like yeah i mean like it's hard to do that though but yeah you know ideally ideally we're able to detach ourselves from our comfort and you know be free from all of that no it's good that we're putting a label on it like it's or like just defining it mm-hmm. because yeah i could see how trying to achieve a comfort is kind of counterproductive in some ways because it's like a it's like a place you're not challenging where yourself i think yeah, you're not challenging yourself, yeah. I mentioned this earlier, human curiosity is one of mankind's greatest tool, but there is something else that we need to add on to that. Now, I'm, I don't know if you said this or I said this, but courage and bravery pairs with curiosity, where curiosity is a search and want. Like If we take that girl example, are you curious about, you know, you, you already think she's cute, you might as well, are you curious about how she is a person, her personality, her interests and all that stuff? But courage is the push from want to need and um you know that's why courage and bravery pairs with curiosity curiosity is the the initial step and then courage is you know that that push or that that little nudge to keep going to get out of your comfort zone and go do something and that's essentially what this is coming down to it's like it's like leaving the thing that you really really enjoy I guess, lack of a, for lack of a better word, just enjoy and like feel no pressure in. But that's not exactly like like bring you forward in any way. But to what extent do you really need it though? Because I feel like you do need it, a place of comfort in order for you to. I, I agree. And what we have here in front of me or in front of us is attachment is the source of suffering. Now, what I'm trying to get at is. The, the degree where, you know, you could, you should stop from going from, you can be in your comfort zone, that's totally fine, to you should stop being in your comfort zone is when that suffering plays a role. Like, um, are you, are you living in the comfort zone because you're afraid or you're, you don't want to do that thing? That's like, I, I think that's a, in an example of like how you're, um, sucking yourself from, you know, happiness and you're feeding into maybe suffering instead. But you don't really realize it, but it's just those little decisions that where attachment is the source of that kind of suffering. Yeah. You know, you're attached to, again, I I just, I love bringing this up because a lot of people are attached to this, but people's opinions is like, it can be a source and attaching to yourself to those opinions is a source of suffering. You know, you're, you're not letting yourself do what you really want to do like what if you want to be a race car driver but everyone's telling you like don't do it like you're not going to make it but you really want to do this but because everyone's saying all this you're attaching yourself to that to that idea of like i can't do it you're kind of feeding into that suffering and you don't detach yourself from that you know what this brings up like i 
I'm I'm getting ideas of like uh, societal support and having people around you because, uh, in in the grand scheme of things, no nothing can be done alone. Like any dream that you yes. have, it can't it can't just be forged by your own two hands. You really need a lot of people there around you, and in that sense, like what what must people do in order for uh, an individual's dream to thrive, even though an individual can't realize their dream on their own. Like what, what can a lot of people do as part of uh, the community that the dreamer, I guess the dreamer is in to, you know, allow them not to feel like their dreams being hindered by societal pressures or like, uh, you know, just, just these strings that are attached to him uh, and it through his own community, maybe because uh, which like leads to which leads to attachment which leads to like being in a sort of comfort obviously because in a community you're comfortable yeah and to that i feel like i i'd answer is just a, up to up to the person mm-hmm. up to that one individual that also it would take time it would take it would take a real drive and it's difficult what's difficult about that and like it, it kind of it in a way contradicts what i said about people's opinions but you know let's say you're the dreamer and you, you can't really, you know, see it maybe, or you're just having a hard time trying to get there. There's a difference between people's opinions and people that you trust, you know, like people that you actually trust, that you know want to see the best for you. If they're giving you their two cents and it's like, it, it doesn't, it's not as supportive as, you know, you hoped it to be. But if you trust them, so now what I'm trying to get at is like your attachment to trust so if you actually trust these people, then their opinion isn't like what they have to say isn't an opinion anymore. It's just um, criticism, but like it's a good kind of criticism where like you can look them in the eye and say, is this what you really believe? And they say, yes, I'm sorry, oh, but wow. that's what I believe. So it's that kind of, there's all kinds of things that you can look for when it comes to stuff like that. Um, my, my, my go-to has always been people I trust. You know, Francis, like I've gone to you about, girls and all that stuff i've gone to my family about like where i want to go with life and those are people that i trust because like whatever they say it might it might sound like an opinion but it it's like i take it as criticism like a good kind of criticism where i can you know maybe do something differently or look at things differently but i'm attaching i'm not necessarily attaching myself to them i'm attaching myself to my trust for them or to them or whatever yeah so it's like a out it's like an outer thing uh it's like it's like believing in your community to support you rather than rather than the the actual thing that they give you as advice uh, maybe yeah yeah no that's exactly it okay it's not okay. like you're trusting their advice you're trusting them and then what they come out what comes out of their mouth and i wouldn't say game but like it's a whole trust thing yeah no i get that now yeah yeah so when when it comes down to things like that you want uh and just just the decisions that you make uh and and how they're supposed to be like influenced by so many things that you supposedly have attachments to i feel like the ideal would be when you don't have those attachments and you don't like really think about those other things you take them into consideration they don't make you feel good and you don't make them part of yourself so that you don't let them change you 
and then you let them go finally because you realize they don't have uh, much inherent value to yourself, then what it comes down to when you're making a decision about what you really, uh, wh- what you should do, let's take the girl in the coffee shop for, for an example, it should just come down to a decision like yes or no. And that's the ideal because that doesn't have any attachments to it. It's just what you think, what you think is best in the moment. One practice that I do a lot, and I've mentioned this on the podcast, I mentioned it to you for sure. Um, And I didn't realize, (laughs) I didn't realize this before, but now I'm just realizing it, that I have this thing where if I want to do something, I count to the number three. Uh, Let's say it's jumping off a a cliff into the water, okay? Jumping off a cliff into the water or like talking to a girl or I don't know, whatever it is, right? Counting to the number three, one, two, three, and then decide and then do it. That's kind of, in a way, that's a practice that I do that kind of detaches myself from whatever whatever I'm attaching myself to. Maybe it's the comfort zone or maybe it's that uh, potential rejection or potential failure of the future. Um, when I decide, when I do that practice of one, two, three, go, then it's like I, I detach myself from all of that stuff and become free from all of it. Yeah, when you told me that that stuff before, I was like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Like you just you're just doing it so that you could finally not not really think about other things and just go for it. But now, once we once we've kind of talked about it into the realm of detachment, mm-hmm. I feel like that's so much more powerful, especially just to me. Like thinking that when you count to three, and you think of it like you are now just relying on instincts, and you're just relying on everything that has come to this point and the feelings mm-hmm. uh, rather than all the ideas and the thoughts, then it makes things, it, it doesn't necessarily make things better. It just makes things more easy. And I guess in a sense that makes it better by making it easy. The word that I would use is free. Like it may, you'd be more free. Ah, yeah. I like that. You, I just, like that. you just break yourself from all those attachments there. Because like, um, when you're not, uh, atta- when you are attached to all those things, you're not in control. You're not in control of, you know, yourself. You're not in control of what you actually want to do. Um, but when you're free from all those attachments, you are actually in control now. Nothing's holding you back. Nothing's tethered to you. You can do whatever you want to do, whatever you choose to do from whatever point do you detach from everything? Like, obviously it's good to come back to those attachments eventually. I mean, like within, you know, within that day, but you know, for that time being, like we take that coffee, the coffee shop, for example, again, for that time being, you're, you're free from everything. You counted the three, you're, you're doing it. You don't have to worry about, you know, rejection because, you know, even if you do get rejected, um, you're actually going to be rejected. You're not rejecting yourself in your mind. You know what I mean? Like you're actually, yeah. like it's better that way um, instead of feeding into like what I mentioned before, that that art, that suffering from that artificial world that you're living. Ooh. Okay, yeah, that connected with me. <laughs> that was good. That was good, yeah. If there's any point, there's, if there's any point to rewind, go back like 10 seconds. That was, yeah, that was, that was pretty nice. Okay, yeah, um, then then it's just really, it really is just whatever you do that comes to any sort of decision, 
the point is to detach so that you're free to move to go forward and to improve yourself um so that being said why don't we let the sponsors say what they have to say what do you think yes 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 okay we'll be back right after this okay and we are back so act three third part of this podcast um at for like the people who's listened to this podcast before um this part of the podcast we usually ask questions and we encourage you guys to answer it with us you know think about it in your head think about it throughout the throughout your day you might have different answers than us and that's totally fine and actually we love that because you know it, it shows that there's different minds to this community we're not just one little hive mind <laughs> Um, so is controlling attachment good? Now, do you have an answer Francis or no? Like right at the second? Uh, yes, yes. Right at the second, I kind of came up with something. Uh, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like parsing this whole question and that's like, I don't know, I might be cheating, but the very word control means that you're not, is it means that you're still attached to something because you want something to be a certain way and you're trying to kind of form it in a way that you want but because of that you're thinking and you're analyzing and you're uh in this in the sense still attached to whatever it is you're thinking about so in that sense like i don't think it's good because you're still kind of attached and when it comes to like the the girl in the coffee shop when you're there and you're trying to control something in your mind and you're trying to like uh in the sense like not not count to three but instead instead like try and yell at yourself within your mind to kind of forget about i guess oh forget about whatever it is you're thinking about that's kind of taking you away from just asking her then that's that's bad and you're trying to control, oh, control i see it. yeah that when it can contr- when the can trying to control attachment like it leads you nowhere is what you're yeah. saying okay but okay so yeah okay okay yeah. yeah go ahead go ahead what is your answer to this question well I no i i agree i i agree to that like i feel like okay. you have more to say about that but i for from that part i agree and i think controlling attachment is good um but like you said like if it comes to the point where you know you're, you're not yourself anymore then yeah, of course it's not good but that one example that that practice that one to three go i think that's an example of controlling attachment and in that sense i think it's good because um, you know, you're detaching from all the expectations of yourself or people's opinion, whatever it is. Um, I think in that sense, to control that is good because then at the end of it, you can control what you can be attached to again. Um, maybe it's your family or whatever or, or your comfort zone. You can be back and attached to that. But that, that kind of control is good. But to the point where, you know, you're still yourself, you know, you when you, when you lose sight of who you are, then I think it's bad. But ultimately i think it's good that's my answer okay well yeah sorry the one thing that i wanted to add was that um control is not the word that i would use maybe it would be creating whoa yeah maybe it is control control makes sense because creating is good yeah i was gonna say like creating the environment where detachment happens naturally Ah, but that's like really yes. that, that's a really, that's a that's a nice stretch. That's really big. Yeah. That's a good stretch. Yeah. 
because then it would be like okay now i'm creating this environment in my head where i don't have to think about this and that would be just counting to three and if that's all i need then that's perfect and and that's i guess yeah that's a sort of control but I, but control is kind of like controlly you know yeah 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 hmm interesting because another thing that i do is you know i have the idea that and I think this is something that I attach to when I, when I let go of like the comfort zone and, you know, counting the three and letting go of all that stuff, I feel like there's still a part of everyone that will attach to something else. And I think the one that I attach to is this kind of environment, like the word that you use, environment of I, this person is lucky to talk to me. I love that idea. Um, and I think everyone should use this when they end up talking to someone new or, you know, even like some that you already know, the idea of like, this person is lucky to talk to me. It makes the conversation so much easier. Um, everything about it just flows like easily, you know, because when you go to someone's house, it's their house. But like when they go to your house, you know, you're in full comfort. So in the same sense, um, that kind of you can feel comfort with when you live or when you attach to the idea that this person is lucky to talk to me. This person is lucky that I'm going up and saying hi to her right so what is that detaching from because we kind of identify that detachment is a good way to approach any situation like this so i guess what would that be detaching from is where mine like just is where my mind just like shot to hmm well okay well like i don't i guess what exactly do you mean like this person is lucky to talk to me and I kind of just put that in my mind. What environment is that creating which allows detachment to happen? Detachment or attachment to that environment? I'm con- I'm kind of confused, not going to lie. Uh, detachment, because what we were saying like was that detachment uh, from any thoughts that you'd have uh, that kind of create a roadblock in your activities uh is good right because you're just you're just in the moment so what would that idea of uh these people are lucky to talk to me what would that allow you to detach from okay i feel like if you answer this first i might be able to like better understand this because I'm going to, if I give an answer right now, I don't think it would really answer your question. Like, do you have an answer for that? Yeah. Just, I guess off the top of my head, it'd just be from insecurities. Cause like, you're just like, yeah, this is going to be a good conversation because I have something to offer. And now I can detach from the fact that I don't have something to offer and just go for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then like for me personally, it'd be, I'd be ta- detaching, like from all like the flaws or all the mistakes I've made, you know, in the past when I didn't, when I've talked to a girl or like had a relationship, you know, it's like I'm detaching my own opinions of myself and like kind of creating this whole new version, not version, but like a, a, a flawless version of myself. Sorry for blowing it open. Like I realized what I just did there. I realized I just no. That I should have just left like it. That. I should have just left it. But I kind of just oh man. I'm sorry. No, because it got it got me thinking. Like that makes sense because from from every point of you know that one to three and this whole idea, I didn't realize that it was all part of this attachment thing. And now you just pointed out 
that everything, like you said in the intro, this web of life, it really is like a web because like one thing ends up being connected to the other, you know, like this feeling of um, this person's lucky to talk to me. I'd have to be detaching something specifically. It's not just my comfort zone, but it's something specific in my comfort zone or like something specific about, you know, my own insecurities of myself. Yeah. You gotta let go of a of a web to kind of be on your way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so I guess in life, right, you have a bunch of you have a bunch of attachments that kind of kind of make it hard for you to move forward. And uh, sometimes sometimes you need them, right? They give you comfort and they put you in a comfort zone. Holy shit! I just realized. Yeah, Vin, yes. you're totally correct about that. Like well, about- <laughs> bad attachments. Or, or attachments in general that just that just make you comfortable are really like just the comfort zone that you've been talking about mm, yeah 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 i kind of got that just now okay anyways um okay so you know in your comfort zone there's so many things that are there your love life you know you might have like things you really enjoy movies uh beautiful art Sorry, I just just trolling you. And I keep thinking you're going the wrong way with that, but you keep going back to something innocent. Okay. Uh, Oh my god, I can't. Sorry, I I thought you were going to beautiful women. I thought you were going to beautiful women. You just went to beautiful art. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Yeah. uh, yeah. Art. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of art. Uh, (laughs) um, And and on the flip side. Uh, in your comfort zone, in the whole realm of the attachments that you have uh, to this world, there are good things. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. There are bad things. There are bad things. Might be relationships. Um, uh, might be things that you are uh, shameful or guilty about. You know, we've talked about these things before. Like, uh, obviously, they have attachments to you that kind of uh, drill into who you are even. Um, so the question that I had was... When it comes to attachments and detachments and how detachments are actually good for you in a lot of ways, is it harder to detach or let go of the bad things or the good things? So what we've talked about throughout this whole episode is all the bad things, you know, detaching yourself from all the bad things. And the easy answer, which is like, I mean, ultimately, it's the answer that everyone's looking to. And I think it is the answer I'm giving. But the easy answer is detaching yourself from the bad things is harder. However, we didn't talk about all the good things that you should be attaching yourself from. And um, I feel like detaching yourself from the good things is almost just as hard as detaching yourself from the bad things because um, the you might think like the, the bad things create who you are in the same sense that the good things also create who you are. So when you detach yourself from all the good things as well as the bad things or i mean sorry when you just detach yourself from the good things um you know oh my god i totally messed it up but when you are still attached to the good things you can live in the same kind of artificial world this artificial environment where you just think you know you're the best in the world or like you're, you're something that you're not so when you try to detach yourself from that you might feel disoriented to the point where you feel like a totally new person so okay my short short answer is i think it's harder to let go of bad things because those are the things that really hinder you 
but it's almost just as hard to detach yourself from good things because the those good things can you know change you totally into a new person or flip your whole world upside down it's weird it's controversial because it kind of pushes aside the whole question and it's saying that or what i'm saying is that um it's hard to really quantify in life what is bad and what is good because there's no it's okay like what we said before like beauty beauty and ugliness are attached to the story that you tell behind something yep right yep yep so then okay what if you attach like a story of uh uh of research or i guess like yeah you're a biological researcher and you're like um trying to create energy for a for a city and you find that shit shit it will get you the most energy <laughs> so that's like a story that you could uh give to shit and we were talking like last week about how shit is a bad thing and <laughs> now yeah. the story you tell is that it gives you some real beauty like like it, it it makes you see shit as real beauty uh so i'm saying that like when things are given uh like a label of bad or good you can't say that f- they will be bad or good forever and in that sense you would just uh oh. label them not as bad or good but as things as things that you attach to and things that are you are more attached to or less attached to and that if they're there they're just things and that when we detach from them when we need to detach from them in order to go forward with our lives, that's when we do it. So maybe it would just be what is, what you are more or less attached to is what is harder to let go of. Well, what you're more attached to is what is harder to let go of, be it good or bad. If it's a bad thing that happened, like, uh, you know, bad, bad relationships that you've had in the past, then obviously those things are super uh, you you have great attachments to those to those things so then it would be harder to let go of them even though they've given you good feelings in the past uh yeah they're strong feelings and that's the point they're strong feelings so it's it'd be harder to let go of those things a piece of me a part of me wants to disagree with that uh i have something actually so i want to say that I, as you were talking I was like I don't know if I agree with this and what originally came to mind was maybe you're right maybe it's not good and bad things maybe because when it's labeled good and bad it's going to be labeled good and bad like there's no changing that it just depends from person to person whether that thing is good or bad Yeah. but maybe it's more of positive and negative because positive and negative things they have value you know you can give it like a positive one or positive two or negative 10 but eventually like it can change like maybe it can go down to neutral or whatever but then you start going into uh actually real quick like would you say that that's actually never mind because i don't even agree with that anymore then you start going into um things that are stronger and weaker in attachment to you and then like i i can't really find a way to disagree with that so i think i have to agree with that to 100 percent yeah that that makes perfect sense to me now yeah it's it's kind of weird so then in that sense like the strong things the strong attachments like the the big webs that are attached like i'm getting my heart is fluttering because of this stuff because i don't know it's like (laughs) it's weird to think about 
like <laughs> going back like it like thinking about these things makes those attachments stronger and now my muscles are getting like tense right now like thinking about all the things that i'm attached to and it's weird oh god uh uh and and i guess that's just a testament to how hard it is and how much of an effect the things that have a strong attachment to you are like yeah i don't know and to to let go of them is a real task and it's like just gotta take a deep breath yeah the reason why i started thinking about like positive and negative is you know some people are addicted to nicotine right and so you know for them it could be labeled as good or bad to other people it's labeled good or bad but like you said i think labeling something like that as good and bad is like really difficult because it's subjective but when you can give it a value of positive and negative then like obviously there's it's more negative but you can still change that uh but then you start bringing in the idea of like a weaker connection to a stronger connection and like let's say someone who's addicted to nicotine that's a strong connection to that that's a strong attachment to nicotine and so yeah of course it's going to be harder to detach from that uh, to detach from you, you know yourself to nicotine because like now that nicotine's part of you yeah, that's yeah. that's where my mind goes now. It's just it's what really just has a hold on you, because you could get super happy about something, like you could think about a girl, and not be able to fall asleep, and you know, and that's happened. <laughs> and and you can think about being super pissed off at somebody and not be able to go to sleep, and that's go to sleep, and that's happened. So, it's just the hold that these feelings have on you is what is the deciding factor and yeah um my question is to everyone but i mean you're the only one here right now but so do you on a rating of one to 100 like a percentage what would you say your attachment to other people's opinions is at uh strength wise like to one to 100 damn i don't know it, yeah it would People in general, I'd say like 50% <laughs> or 50, 50. Yeah, because I don't want to get anybody pissed off. I don't know. Like the reason why I ask that is because you've mentioned before in, I think, Art of Controlling Emotions, that episode, that it's good for the mind to, you know, label a, 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 an emotion, like give it a name, right? Or like give, like putting it a spot. So like, I guess what I'm trying to do is like give it that kind of same idea with the attachment that you have with something and give it a percentage so that you can tell yourself, you know, I'm attached to this. I'm pretty strongly attached to this thing, which means I have to work harder to be to detach myself from it. Right. Right. Yeah. That was my main goal. of That little exercise. Yeah. Damn. I'll, yeah okay that's good like there's an actionable actionable sense of this um what i do is i just kind of oh I, you know what i've been doing i've been meditating a lot good like Me with too. this in mind with this in mind it's just it's good too because that's the whole point of it i think is just to detach um ah yes and like Agreed. and like you said before like you you uh you kind of think about the things that uh that you've gone through and you think about like the strong 
attachments that you have but i don't think you do it so that you become more attached i think you do it so that you realize kind of the the attachment that you have to them and by doing that you can you can more easily go about your life knowing that at certain points in in your day um in the present you will have times when you you will go back to these thoughts that you have attachments to and you'd be more prepared to let them go if need be exactly yep. yeah yeah Damn. Woo. Yeah, right. that was heavy. I that was that. heavy, dude. Oh, my God. I think <laughs> this is my favorite episode so far. This is, yeah, it seems like good, it is. This is a good, uh, yeah, good conversation. It's such a personal topic. And, of course, we've touched on a lot of topics that can that are very personal, like love, emotions. But this one hits so close to home because that comfort zone, we all live in it every single day. Every single day we live in our comfort zone. We live like attached to things and er like we constantly have a battle with those attachments, whether it's to hold on to it tighter or detach from it. But we're living it every second of our day. On the note of having something to do now, I guess, just to try and figure out what it is you're attached to and then then, uh, be detached at the times when you need to be. With that said... We talked about a lot of things today. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where we began. I'll, I'll be honest. Like We had different ideas about what the comfort zone meant. And I came to the conclusion with Vincent's help that the comfort zone is actually all of the things that we're attached to and that we're kind of complacent about in a sense. We're just, we're just okay to be attached to those things and to live uh, attached. And that at some point in our lives, those attachments can hinder us and by detaching from those things we allow ourselves to be free and to be the best people that we can be Mm -hmm. and i guess by the end of it we realize that you know by doing things like figuring out how much things how much things have a hold on us specific ideas or thoughts then we can more easily work to let those things go and live better lives yeah, I, I don't really have anything, not a lot to add to that. I just want to emphasize something you already said. Um, I want everyone out there listening to this to figure out your comfort zone. You know, think about it. Like, actually think about it. Think about all the things that are attached to it. And, you know, give it give it some kind of percentage, some kind of label or value where, you know, you know what you have to work on. Because, you know, as human beings, that's all we can really do. You know, work on ourselves so that we're freer and we're more of who we want to be. So, that being all said, thank you guys so much for vibing with us on Late Night Chill Vibes. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Francis. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening.